Uh, what is up, Clayton Williams? Not much, Rick Matthews. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Nothing. I'm still dealing with the, the curse of the Olsen twins here. <laughs> Down in the bunker. Oh, God. It's hell on earth. It's a... Uh... All, all our, our, all our listeners, please keep yourself safe. And yeah. if you ever try to go against two powerful twins that look like monkeys, don't uh, say A to K. Say K to A. K to A. M K to A. Never A to M K. Don't do it. It's like back to front. Don't do it. It's the same principle. I have a soul yeast infection right now. That's that's what happens. Oh, and we, this is it, man. Um, What else? Uh, I forgot to mention this last week. Um, We're part of a family now, Clayton. I know. It feels good to be a part of a family. Listeners, hey, nobodies. We have been, we have been with welcome arms brought into the folds of the Helium Podcast Network. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to be good. It, it's, it's nice. We had a Thanksgiving meal over Zoom. Uh, they, they, like they a real family. They, <laughs> they told us they were disappointed in us. <laughs> yes, why aren't we be- like the other podcasts that they have? And we were like, we're trying, Dad, but they taught know. me the French when Mom went to bingo. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's real weird. family, <laughs> just like family is supposed to be. It's like Olive Garden. <laughs> At the Helium Network, you hear your family. You hear your family. So what you been watching? Do you watch anything? Oh, man. Um, I've been watching uh, the new Supermarket Sweep. It's okay. terrible. It's- yeah, I was really excited about it. When I, I heard about it when they announced it. I was like, this is the best day of my life. I was so excited about it. And then watching it, it's not good. Like... There's something weird about a lot of like uh, game shows now where they want the contestants to also be the like the comedy relief. Like, yeah, no. Funny host, funny show. Let the people be people. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to see like some vaudeville act when someone's also supposed to be figuring out puns about like Rice Krispie treats. Like this yeah, show, like, just, let's make a deal. Yeah, it, it's just everyone is so weird, and then. Like they have a lot of comics on there, and that you you're just like, oh man, I respect you, but this feels weird that you're on here pretending to be like a, a grocery clerk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bummer, bummer. Just pick it up. They got time to fix it. Yeah, yeah. Just change yeah. it around a little bit. You're giving them out more money, which is don't nice. change it at all. Make it the exact same show with more money. It worked before. Yeah, because I watched a lot of like the original over the, over this quarantine time and it's so crazy just how much prices have changed like the highest cart from the original was like nine hundred dollars and now like that's nothing when you see the carts they bring out like they're bringing out four thousand dollar carts and i'm like god damn ham has gone up ham went up big <laughs> ham got pricey yeah <laughs> What you been uh, up to, man? <laughs> I finished another season of Fargo. Ooh. Um, so I'm eating that show up like crazy. Oh man, how how was it? So good. That show is that show is just I can't describe it. That show is a masterpiece. Like every it's done so beautifully. It's just it's such a good show. The way they film it, the acting is incredible. Like I'll never not love Jesse Plemons. Like that dude 
Mm, like, yeah. He never doesn't just bring the goods. Yeah, he's a he's a good actor. He's a he's even a, when he was Landry on Friday Night Lights, I was like, "There's something about this kid. <laughs> he's going places. <laughs> Landry's going places." <laughs> um, aside from that, I started watching the movie Fat Man. That's I like think where you were Mel Gibson. Me. Yeah, I just I didn't finish it. I got a little bit into it, and I just was it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, I tried starting the New Mutants, and I got annoyed within the first thirty seconds, so I just shut it off. And oh, I have to watch video. New Mutants. I, I just looks like a train wreck, and I'm all for it. I... It's so dumb. It's just a reminder of how bad Fox dropped the ball when they had the X Men franchise. That's all it is. Yeah, seriously. Like I watched uh, um, Dark Phoenix, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this? This is like..." so weird and so bad and like i don't know why you had why you had to do this like there's there's a level of like if you don't have a story just give it up just don't make the movie just don't make the movie don't make the movie like this is just proof that all they need to make a movie is somebody from game of thrones and they're willing to make this movie (laughs) oh shit that is true they had uh sophie turner and then Maisie williams yeah and uh yeah, and they have the kid from Stranger Things, the one that's not popular. <laughs> like, just, like, they're all, they're all pasty white kids. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right, what do you say? You want to start talking about, do you want to, I'll cue up the intro music from Mr. Greg Bauk, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll get started on talking about uh, the influence. You ready? Yes, please. And away we go. All right, what do you want to watch? Easy A? I already saw it. Uh, spotlight. I already watched that, too. Powder. I already saw that. You've watched everything. Nobody watches everything. All right, all right, here we go. Uh... I, I'll say it right from the beginning, I loved this movie. Mm, strong words. I did. I, I will say, I really enjoyed it. I won't say I loved it, but I really did like it a lot. I was I was into it. I was like, I got a little freaked out. I got a little like tense. I think a lot of it comes from the fact that I've watched some really shitty horror. The last like, you know, the last like 10 horror movies I've seen, I've just been like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I need to find a new genre. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I kinda, no, go ahead. I, I get, yeah, because I, I love horror movies. Like, I got Shudder. I've been, like, like all of October we were trying to watch horror movies, and they were just, like, so many bad fucking movies that you're just like, ugh. So, this, you're right. To see, like, a good horror movie that doesn't have to do with any other bullshit and it isn't from the conjuring universe or any other nonsense that seems to be just the only way you can see a horror movie now it's great lack of james wan in this movie was so great (laughs) oh my god you have no idea how much i love not having james wan behind the camera Um, this movie hit on so many things for me personally that I find scary. Like, I hate spiders. I hate spiders, too. (laughs) I hate nail trauma. I hate tooth trauma. Like, all of these things, like, these things, like, honest to God, like, scare me and freak me out. And this movie fucking had all of it. Yeah, I was so... The start of the movie, like, the opening credits are a tarantula shedding its skin 
And it's like, wow, I'm already like, I don't want to up close just like a giant spider shedding its and leaving a big spider. It's weird, and it's obviously like symbolic for the rest of the movie. But it's, yeah, there's too many things where it's like every like 20 minutes they would do a thing that you're just like, I hope doesn't happen to me. And then boom, crack, pull apart something. Just, ugh. It's, it's yeah, no, rough. all that. We should, uh, I got to give a, a little breakdown of this movie. We just went right right into it. And uh, I forgot to talk about what, what this movie actually is. <laughs> It's that good. <laughs> uh, the influence of the 2019 film, a uh, Netflix movie, straight to Netflix. It's a 2019 Spanish horror film directed by Dennis Rovira Van Bokholt in his feature directorial debut. So I really couldn't find out a lot about the director. Mm-hmm. But uh, it stars Manuela Velas, Elaine Hernandez, Maggie Cervantos, and Claudia Placer. The film is mm-hmm. based on an adaptation from a novel with the same name, written by English novelist Ramsey Campbell. Um, it's, uh, it's the synopsis is Alicia has returned to the family home where she fled as a child, along with her husband, Mikael and her nine-year-old daughter, Nora, Alicia seeks to rebuild her life while being forced to confront the past she believed forgotten and a body that refuses to die. That of Victoria, the possessive family matriarch who has fallen into a deep coma and barely survives on life support. Mm. And that is the movie. Yeah. Uh, it's I so starting off, I was just like a little bit not paying attention at first. Like I would, my heart wasn't in it. It was just like kind of like, okay, this is this like because again, we've been so like inundated in bad horror movies that when you just see the setup of like a movie, we're like, oh, they have a, a sickly parent and they get the, they own a house or then this happens. But you're just like. Yeah, it's going to be ghosts and some shit. It's going to be dumb, and you're just like, whatever. Especially with the cover, because the cover of the movie looks like another one of these, like, shittier horror movies where they just say, spooky kid, and you're Oh, like, yeah, Ugh. exactly. That's what I was afraid of, too. Same thing. Same thing. But then it's it's a story about, like, a, a mother being, like, a crazed witch who wants revenge on her kids. Like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I kept thinking about like the spiders and shit like that, but the imagery in this movie, like with the horns and mm-hmm. uh, like the house, was like a creepy house too. It just didn't look like. I mean, it looked like a typical like horror movie right. house. You know what I mean? It was just a just a piece of shit. Apparently, if you let your house go to disarray, it gets ghosts. Yeah, that's or it's something. Like, <laughs> that's like the other infestation. There's yeah. just like rats, bugs, ghosts, termites. <laughs> Termites, bed bugs, gingivitis, and, <laughs> and some sort of specter. It's it it's um one thing I will say is that I like Spanish language versions of witches because they're very scary. Like that shit is next level, like Santa Muerta type of like Yeah. They're like, their brujas, as, as they call them, the witch type shit, is real scary. Because, like, an American witch is not scary. Like, you watch The Craft and you're like, okay, 
Yeah. No, Feruza like, Bulk is more scary than witches. <laughs> like than actual witches. Like, the actual Feruza Bulk. <laughs> yeah. No, like if Feruza Bulk showed up showed up in my house, I would rather it was a Dracula. Because <laughs> like, you know she's going to ask for money again. And she's going to tell you she was in the water boy, and you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I know Vicky Valancourt. I get it. Like. <laughs> But, uh, like, I liked, uh, I liked, because I didn't hate, here's the thing, I didn't hate any of the, because uh, a lot of horror movies, they make you hate people in the movie, you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, this guy's a shitty husband, so we're not gonna, so you're gonna be fine when he gets beat up or hurt or killed. Right, Where, right. like, this husband was like, at first I'm like, is he listening to, like, Cannibal Corpse? Yeah, he's so weird. So, when they first show him, like, the first thing he says to, like, so they... They get to their mother's old house and she's on life support and they're essentially staying there while hope waiting for her to die so they can divvy up her will type of thing happening. And the first thing her husband says to the mother who's on life support is like, I heard you were like a shitbag witch. And like he's like talking mad shit to her, and they haven't really established why they hate their mom. So, yeah. so I was like, "Yo, this dude's a dickhole!" And then all of a sudden, he's like rocking out to metal in the hallway. And I was like, "Yo, yeah. this guy is weird as shit." And then you see why they hate their mom. And you're like, "All right, he made sense." Like <laughs> he heard some stories from his wife and made a correct judgment about the woman. Yeah. Yeah, you're watching it, and then like they had like the weird uncle and nephew come over, and this guy's a weirdo. You're like, what's wrong with this person? Mm-hmm. And like her sister's weird, but like you don't hate her. You're like, yeah, yeah this is kind of weird. And then you meet the nurse, and I'm like, oh, the husband's gonna sleep with the nurse, right? And right. that, and then it's gonna lead to this whole thing. And then I'm like, oh no, no, that doesn't happen either. Like it's just the husband's just a good dad and father who just wants. He's a good dad, husband, father. He just wants to like get a job. And, like, he wants to make sure he's supporting. Like, he's, like, actively trying to get a job. He's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to work at the fish market. I can't find a job. Yeah. Like, he's, all right. act- he's, like, when you watch so many, like, horror movies, like, and you just get so hit with the tropes, you're like, yeah, the shitbag dad who's going to be like, oh, nothing's real. No-. Like, the fact that he was, like, not only did he believe his wife, he was like, yo, Fuck this lady! Like he, and then he's like, "Let's get it! Let, let's go then!" Yeah, like and he's he's such a good dad, and then he throws his kid out a window. <laughs> like he didn't know she was possessed or anything. He just knew that she was biting his neck, and she had to go. Like that was. <laughs> So I lost my mind when that happened. So we're like skipping ahead here, but it doesn't matter. It's everyone else's fault for not yeah. watching. TV. <laughs> so uh, basically, the grandmother wanted her family to come back because for her whole children's lives, she was trying to basically steal their body to live forever. Like so, every time she was trying to practice this ritual and it would always fuck up and she's resented them and then some other crazy shit happens that we'll get into but she's basically been wanting to possess them and then she has a granddaughter so she is plotting to possess her granddaughter the entire movie and then finally gets to do it and there's this like crazy ass drag out fight that I was just so shocked how like wild it got like this These people immediately 
Like this, the mom just stopped giving a shit that that was her daughter's body, yeah. and she's just like, "You want to go, bitch? Here we go!" Yeah. Like we're fighting, we're doing like we're like, this fist. is Spain. <laughs> They're like it's intense. Like you're like punching each other, and then the grandma picks up a fucking like uh like dialysis machine and throws it at the dad and hits him in the face, and it's like oh shit, and then yeah. the daughter is like, and he's like chopping her with like a giant sword, I'm like holy shit, well, this that was is the grandma. Yeah, that was the grandma yeah. he was doing it too, like her body's running around, he's just like that weird like axe sword mallet whatever kind of thing that was it was like a scythe or something, something yeah. like medieval, like it was, it was weird, it was crazy <laughs> but he's well, like, skip it ahead there's that, and then like, so <laughs> that's the end, this is the end climax like, so the movie goes on, like the girl you know, obviously she starts getting troubled, and it's kind of the same trope. You know what I mean? You're used to in movies, but I don't know. I don't know if I liked it more because, and this might have something to do with it—the fact that it's a Spanish movie. Like I've enjoyed Spanish horror movies in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I think The Devil's Backbone was a Spanish movie that I enjoyed yeah, that, a lot that's back a in really the day. Good movie. Um, anything Benicio um, or uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. He did other stuff. We're not going to worry about that. Master of Horror. Or Benicia. Yeah. That's it. I give him props. I give him credit where credit's due. No, uh, so, yeah, it was so like, I, I enjoy that. And I think, what I started to realize is, because it's subtitled, I have to, like, I can't look at my stupid phone. Right. Like, during the movie, you know what I mean? Because I've got to read, I've got to hear the dialogue and see what's going on. So, mm-hmm. that's, so that, to me, I was like, oh, maybe that's why I like Spanish movies more. Because I've got to, like, eyes on camera the whole time. Like, I can't just, like, look at my phone or, like, diddle around or whatever. See, that's actually really cool because, so, I actually watched it with the uh, English dub. And I don't normally watch uh, a, a foreign language film with an English dub because it just, the acting is just not there. It's always and that's terrible. that's why I don't, for that same yeah. reason. Yeah. And, I like, the, the inflection and shit. And the acting in this one is a little bit better than other English stuffs, but it's still just off. But the that's one of the interesting things about the, the story of the movie is that it was so interesting that I didn't even have the same feeling of, like, I'm watching a dub. I'm watching the movie. Like, it's just cool. such a, like, fascinating movie where you're just like, I don't even hear the weird, like, like offness of how they're talking because it's like fuck this this girl just stabbed this other girl in the hand with a pencil over and over and yeah she really did too that scene was nuts it's so i watching this movie i didn't realize just how brutal it was going to get until like it got brutal man it It got like trigger warning um this movie gets fucking violent it is like I'm like I've watched so much like violent gore films and just like people get blown up or decapitated, but there's something like viscerally like unsettling about how they use their violence in this movie because the little girl who is just she's becoming possessed by her grandmother at this point she's like fully uh, like yeah, she's after fully, she had kid in school she's yeah. like fully like I'm my grandma now she's like threatening her mom. Like, if you tell your husband, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And it's like, it's 
legit cre- it's legit creepy that she's like really into this but she like beats the hell of this girl in class who was like making fun of her after stabbing her hand repeatedly with a pencil which you're just like whoa and then she's just like crushing this girl's face and it's like it's crazier to see it happening to children in movies because they're like yeah they're 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 usually off limits they're our future yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then she, like, gets on here, and it's like a straight prison fight in that classroom. Like, she's, right. like, sitting on her chest, just punching her in the face. I'm like, and they're, like, they're, it's a very bloody scene. Like, this little girl's getting her ass whooped. And, yeah, yeah she's it, being a bitchy little girl. Yeah, yeah, but, like, man, I don't I don't think you got to get knocked out that bad. <laughs> And then that shit with her aunt. Oh, my God. Like, like our, our loyal listeners here, if you haven't seen this movie, you remember that film Step Brothers? And that scene that takes place outside when he hits him with a shovel and then it's like funny and because he, he hits him with a shovel and he's like trying to bury him alive. Basically the same scene, but at least 15 more shovel hits to the face and uh, death involved. Yeah, it's uh, what would happen if you actually hit someone in the face with a shovel? Uh, it's yeah. awful. It was it? You're just like, oh man, like I will never laugh at that again. Cause it like I it was so crazy that I immediately had a text you like, dude, this movie's fucking crazy. And you said the ant. I was like, yes. <laughs> I knew what part you were talking about. Because I didn't think you were far enough along for the dog. Oh. Yeah. That scene that scene bothered me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I know it's a movie, I know no animals were actually harmed in the making, but something about the sound of a dog yelping in pain. Yeah, while just, being it fucking makes me want to cry for with real. An axe. That like, same fucking weapon, that weird ass fucking yeah. battle hatchet side thing. Yeah. I just I know it's a movie, but nothing like gets me like that. Like you could like I like the ant scene was violent, but I was like, wow, that was crazy. The dog one, I was like, I don't like this anymore. Like, and they don't. Like, show, it, it, it's true because they don't even show it. Like it's that sound, it, man. It's that sound. It's like the dog ooh. yelping in pain. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, I, I didn't like when she kicked the dog in the head earlier. No, like it, it. There's a lot of this, like a lot of elements of different movies and or different things that just really bother you, and they pull it together of just making, like you said, the. It was done well. Yeah, horror movies are supposed to make you like. I like when a movie like I watch a comedy to laugh. I watch, you know what I mean. I watch Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean. But I watch a a horror movie and something like this because I want to feel tense and nervous and scared and gross. You know what I mean. I want that, and it does it. Yeah, and you just like that was also one of the things about watching this with the subtitles is that the woman who played uh, the grandmother. She did a really good job, the American subtitle over well American dub. And okay. I'm very surprised by it because they're like the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, this is in English, because I was like, I was looking away, I was like on my computer, and then I saw I was like, oh, it's not. And then I changed it and I was like, okay, the the acting is not too crazy, but the woman playing the grandmother is like she's going fully for it. Where you're I just, like, just check out certain scenes. Tonight, just to like listen to the American version, just just to hear what you're about on that. Yeah, because she's like really intense, and it's great because she's like you need that intensity for the stuff she's doing, and the idea that she is doing so much of this because so 
it's revealed later in the movie that the girls, uh, their father, they accidentally caused his death. That was fucking vicious too. So insane. They had, like he had like a, a, a <laughs> fuck like a like a, a deer skull, a massive antler. Yeah, he had a massive like like skull and antler set up from like I don't know what kind of deer it was from. Maybe some sort of like antelope or some shit. But it was yeah, some wild. And they're like hiding him in around places to see him, and then he goes downstairs and sees it and then they spook him and he falls through the basement stairs and gets impaled through the chin by the ant and it's just like holy shit and the blood's like raining down on the one daughter you know what i mean mm-hmm. who grows up to be the mom you know and like he was fucking yeah and, and then scene. and then the mom just basically who was already trying to just possessed them before any of this is now just like has like a blood revenge on her children because of her husband. I couldn't dying. figure out if she had always been like that or if that's what made her hate her daughters and flip. Like they didn't really Yeah. Because they didn't show the father in any of the flashbacks to when she was being a psychopath. Right. And she had like but it was like maybe she was just dabbling into witchcraft before him like yeah, before him maybe. dying and then she was just like I could, because it makes sense why she didn't want to die so much that she, like, so she jumped headfirst into the witchcraft stuff, but, like... I don't know. But, yeah, it was because everyone seemed to like him, you know what I mean? Like, she was talking about how he was so handsome, mm-hmm. and he looked like a good dad. Even him, like, the only person you don't like in this movie is is the grandma. Yeah, and it's and for good reason. She for good, she was really mean. <laughs> She's... She is so mean, and it like she calls her daughter pig all the oh time. Oh my god! Yeah, every scene that she's like has to deal with these kids, she calls them little swine, and I'm like, ugh, you're just so fucking mean to these kids. And she she keeps control of her kids because she took uh, pieces from them, and like she with her bare hands ripped out her one daughter's tooth. And then you're like, holy shit, I can't believe yeah. Did she do that to everybody? And then, like, uh, earlier they see the, 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 the little girl who gets possessed sees her uncle. And it's like, why does he have only, like, he's missing a, a finger. Then you later find out that the grandmother cut off that part of his finger to collect. And then she cut, broke off a toenail on her do- Yeah. All like, that shit was just all that just all that stuff was just fucking me up, and those are all my things. Like this movie was made to give me weird night sweats tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it it's 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 freaky, and it just it's and it's well shot. But we do have to get back to him throwing his daughter out the window because, <laughs> like, I laughed and gasped at the same time because, like, so here's what's happening. So he's coming in to save the day. Like, he shows up. He walks in in the middle of the woman and her mother fighting to the death, like, in this room. And he shows up, and he starts getting into the fight. You know what I mean? He starts hacking away at this woman with his axe weapon whatever the hell he's got it's a it's a it's a weapon and she's like she's trying to get him to not kill her you know she's like don't kill her because she knows that once this woman dies she's going to be completely in the granddaughter mm-hmm. so like they're going at it they're fighting he gets into it he starts hacking away at her as soon as he like kills the grandmother basically like he gives her like the death blow out of nowhere his daughter like jumps on his back 
and just bites his neck and like rips a chunk of flesh out of his neck. This guy doesn't think about it, doesn't put a second thought to it, doesn't examine the situation. He knows there's something on him and he doesn't want it there anymore. And he just grabs this kid and throws it out the window. And then him and the wife share a look of like, uh oh. And she is just fucking. Like, and it wasn't like the first floor single raised ranch window. Yeah. Like, this is like haunted house, third story attic. Like, yeah. yeah, height, like onto like hard concrete, just like it, it, and a yeah. bad angle on the ground. Like, <laughs> like you are so right about their face because it's legit, like, oh shit, we just like, I almost expected tears in heaven to start playing. Like, it was. <laughs> That's right, shots fired, Clapton. <laughs> Don't get cursed by another person. Yeah, Eric Clapton can't do shit. He's racist. <laughs> but yeah, no, he this so so because now this part that didn't make any sense, but so since this kid got thrown out the window and was dead, the mom starts giving the grandma CPR. Right. To revive because it's to like revive both of them. Because they're connected still, yeah. and it's like, they that will bring the one... And it's like, the ending of this movie is... Um, yeah, we do spoil the fuck out of movies, people. If you haven't learned that by now, watch these movies before we talk about it. It'd be weird if we did a podcast, of movie review podcast, <laughs> and just went over the synopsis for 40 minutes. I know, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't get anywhere by just saying something bad happens. Yo. <laughs> Just watch it, okay? You're not yeah. no. So basically, so basically, it was all for nothing, because like they go to the hospital and the daughter's calling everybody daddy again and everything's fine, but then like of course like here's the twist like the daughter still is the grandma because she's doing that weird finger scratch thing that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it's um so the daughter because their connection they're both on like life support now. Because it was originally just the grandmother on life support and live, and now both of them are on life support, so they they can communicate in this like after like this purgatory type of after world or whatever. And the 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 little daughter, she is basically telling her grandmother, "Hey, grandpa is here, telling you that you should you can go go to heaven." And which, by the way, all the crazy shit she's doing, she ain't going to heaven. I'm sorry, but it makes sense later. Uh, she's telling her you can you can let go. You don't have to do this anymore. And then it's revealed like the her grandfather is actually the maybe the, de- the devil. The devil, yeah. Like, which is no, like, I don't know. If, I don't know if the devil was just pretending to be the grandfather, the, uh, the grandfather in this purgatory, or if like her grandfather was just like a super bad dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then the kids, the girls killed him by accident, but he was always, I think it was just, he was just posing in the afterlife as the grandfather. Yeah, he might have been. And then, and then she, although he was kind of about the, cause he was like, he was about to smash uh, the grandmother in the past while she was like reading like a satanic book. So I'm like, they, they might be a, like on the same wave Probably. about that. And, but yeah, in this purgatory part, the grandmother reveals like she like the daughter turns around and sees the devil. It's this crazy big kind demon. of a scary fucking devil, man. Yeah, it's, it's a, a weird. Hunt. 
it's yeah, it's a weird looking version of the devil, which like when you see classic interpretations of it, it still has the horns, but it has like this small piranha like, face kind of yeah, like yeah. It it's it's odd as shit. And then like the grandmother's like choking out the daughter, so you're like, oh shit, so she got her. And then they finally do the review. And it's like it's weird because it's it it has a lot of stuff that just has to happen in the last like three minutes of the movie but it didn't uh make me think any less of this movie because it it's, no, not at all it's, not at all it's very entertaining yeah so i'd say um if we're gonna rate our movies you know what i mean it's gonna be hard it's gonna be almost impossible for us to get a movie cooler than raiders of the lost ark mm-hmm. like that was just that movie's the coolest but i'd say that this one's my favorite movie so far that we've done aside from that yeah especially since it was a it was a surprise and we came into it thing and i know that having low uh, expectations for a movie can make you like something more but this was legitimately like kind of fun like it was like, like yeah it was better than Wendigo. Oh my god! And it—it's so funny because it has a lot of elements of Wendigo, but it yeah. does it right, like possession and antler people. And shit. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and a kid being weird. Yeah, it's like like this is what... basically the Spanish interpretation of <laughs> Wendigo. Like that's the that's the problem is like Wendigo is the American translation of this movie only like eighteen years before. <laughs> yeah, it got it got lost, it got confused at some point. <laughs> um yeah, so I yeah, so we usually do a what do we like about this movie because we're used to garbage, but like I, there's not much about this movie I didn't like, to be honest with you. Like the acting was good, mm-hmm. the kid was a good kid actor, the flashback of the two, the mom and the aunt, those two girls were good. Yeah. That weird, creepy, who was that? Was that like another kid that the grandma possessed or who did you think that little kid was that other kid? Um, I don't know. It could have been another kid she possessed and just like, yeah, and took that soul and use it. Cause that kid's on the cover of the movie. Like that's the kid yeah. on the poster and you not in the movie a lot. You don't yeah. know anything about him. You just see him dead at a well later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's in it's it's an interesting thing, but yeah, a lot of this is like really well done. It's shot beautifully. It uh, it just yeah, no, I liked I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, same. I, I really well enjoyed this one. Well this movie. So uh, what do you say? You want to want to close the book and go into the uh, go into the real good movie roulette and see what we're watching next. Yes, I do. I can't wait to see another good movie. I hope. <laughs> yeah. No, it can't be bad, right? It's the worst that can happen. Oh, God. It's going to be right, bad. Real good, realgood.com. Here we go. You know we're not going to do documentaries, any scores. We're not going to mess around. And um, here we go. And the movie we are watching is, oh, for fuck's sake, The Wedding Planner. The Wedding <sighs> Yep, what? you heard us right, J-Lo, Matthew McConaughey, 2001. <laughs> Why does everything bad happen in 2001? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> rated a 5.3 on IMDb. We have ourselves The Wedding Planner, San Francisco's premiere. Hold on, let me read the synopsis on this little baby. 
um, San Francisco's premier wedding planner, Mary Fiore, is rescued from an accident by the man of her dreams, pediatrician Steve Edison, only to find he is the fiancé of her late client. Oh, I'm sorry, of her latest client. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different movie. Different movie. As Mary continues making the wedding arrangements, she and Steve are put in a string of uncomfortable situations that force them to face their mutual attraction. It sounds like a mean movie already. I, I saw this movie once, um, probably forever ago, probably in 2002 is yeah, the last time right. I saw it. <laughs> um, it's yeah. on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Apparently it's also on Hulu. Okay. And, and Amazon Prime. So this movie is a hot commodity. <laughs> Everyone is chomping at the bit. They said, I need this on my service. The wedding planner. <laughs> All right. So until next week, everybody, stay watching. I don't, I don't, I don't know what a catchphrase. I almost like said a catchphrase. Like, stay watching movies. Also, email us at, uh, what is it, Nobody's Watch Everything? Uh, nobody Watches Everything. Nobody watches uh, everything at gmail.com. Thank you. I can't even remember the name of our it's the, it's the same for everything on Twitter yes. and <laughs> Twitter and Instagram and everything. Yeah, but throw us if you if you saw a movie and want us to watch it. We're not down or or we are down. We're not opposed to uh to suggestions. We we'll watch a movie you guys want us to watch. Um and uh yeah, throw us an email. Thank you so much. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, um, send us emails. Make sure you like and subscribe and share the podcast because I know you guys love us, but if your friends and strangers don't love us, then you're just being a selfish dick. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Barb. (laughs) My mom wouldn't know the first thing about listening to podcasts. (laughs) But uh, all right, until next week, everybody, stay groovy. Take care. That's your new catchphrase. (laughs) Shoot me in the face when you see me, everyone. Bye.